Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast, a discussion about how to live a loving life. I'm Reg Lloyd, and we're having a conversation with Kenny Vaughn. Kenny, today we're looking at chapter 14 in your book, which is titled, When Love Means Walking Away. And this chapter can stir up some strong emotions. You open up with, in some cases, one person can love and love and love and never receive love because the other person won't or can't find the courage to love back. At some point in those cases, the most loving thing the loving person can do is walk away for the sake of the selfish person. I find it interesting that you put for the sake of the selfish person. What do you mean by that? This is going to be one of the hardest. Um, it was one of the hardest chapters to write. It's the, it's the hardest truth I ever tried to communicate. It's probably the one thing that I run into most frequently. It's the cause for the vast majority of the confusion over what I'm trying to, to say. Um, like, and I'm still struggling to, I mean, I can easily say it like, like I understand it, but somehow I'm failing to communicate, like, um, to get, to get that coin to drop, as you say, in someone else's heart to understand what I'm really saying here. And, um, you know, and, and what I'm saying is that like very simply stated is that love only does what's truly best for someone else. And it does that without regard for itself. And that's the, I think that's kind of the stumbling block. It's like, um, oh, so you mean never mind me. And, and yes, I do mean never mind you. But then, then I think we automatically go to this. That means I become the doormat or I, I'm, uh, I'm the constantly the, um, the punching bag or something along those lines, but that's not, that's like the opposite of what I'm saying. Because if you think that you're loving some, someone by allowing them to abuse you verbally, mental, mentally, physically, whatever that is, then, then you're failing to understand what I'm trying to say. And I think you're failing to understand what love really is. Because if love only does what is truly best for someone else, you have to understand that it is never best for someone else to be abusing anyone in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And so I can tell people that and still struggle to communicate it sometimes. I'm not sure why. I I, I accept responsibility. I know that I'm failing to do a, a good enough job of communicating this, but the truths that I'm trying to share here, man, are so life-changing because and, and the reason that you, the reason you have to do this with a pure heart. Okay? God's not moved by manipulation. And so if you think that you're going to do what is best for someone else because it's going to be best for you, you're really doing it for yourself again. And and you you may think you can play that hand perfectly, but I'm just telling you it's all going to blow up in your face. It it you just you can't make this work. You can't make what God created to work a certain way, work your way. You have to just, you have to surrender 
and and I think part of the confusing comes is comes from this that we think that we think that loving someone means having them. So I think I think that if I love my wife, that means I want to have her. Well, if I want to have my wife and I'll do anything to keep her, then I can't love her. And I know that may sound confusing, but I'm going to try to lay that out a little bit. So if, if, my, if me loving my wife means me keeping my wife, then, my, then what I'm going to do is what is best for me without regard for my wife. Where love does what's best for my wife without regard for me. Just meaning that, you know, if I don't please my wife, I may lose her. That's my, that's my understanding, you know, um, and I want my wife to love me like I love her. Well, me loving my wife means that I want her. I want to have her. So now I want my wife to want to have me so I can keep my wife. So what do I do? I try to do things that make her happy about having me, which is people pleasing, which is pleasing her, which is actually failing to love my wife. Where actually loving my wife would be doing what is best for her without regard for me, meaning I know it's not best for my wife to be doing what she's doing right now. I know it's not best for my wife to be cussing me out. I, you know, she doesn't do that. <laughs> not wait for clarity. I'm getting in trouble when I get home. But I know, I know these things aren't best for my wife. But if I say something about them, she may not be pleased with me. And so me confronting the truth for my wife's sake may mean that, that I'm taking the risk of losing my wife loving me the way I think she should love me, wanting me. So if I really love her, I have to be willing to lose her. I have to be willing to disappoint her. I have to, by I love her, I mean, I'm going to say it again. If I'm really willing to do what is truly best for her without regard for myself, because if I... If I do what I believe is best for my wife, because that's the loving thing to do and I'm most likely to keep my wife, it's not for my wife. It's for me. And you may think these are, you may think, you know, and when I first came across this, I'm like, you know, this is so like nitpicky, <clears throat> um, you know, little things, you know, just, just do whatever you feel like doing. What? No, it's not. Like this is radical life-changing, foundation, deconstruction, reconstruction, that when you get this right, removes all the stress, all the anxiety. I mean, it's not, it's not an easy road. You still have to make hard decisions, but you, you know what the right thing to do is. And, and it does hurt at first, so it's not easy to go to someone who's being selfish and say, why are you doing that? You know, or, you know, usually you don't have to go to them. Normally you can just indicate you know, I mean, all it takes, if I do something selfish, you just kind of aren't quite as kind as you normally are to me. I'm like, Reg sent me, he just sent the message, you know, what the heck was that? And so normally we can handle these things on those levels. But when we pretend everything's okay all the time, that's when we get ourselves further and further into these relationships with people who the world calls toxic, who are hurting us or abusing us and, and it's not just their toxicity that's the problem. It's our failure to love them. 
that's the problem because if we'd have loved them the moment we saw anything kind of not best for them and and we all know like everybody knows if you stop and think about this it's not best for anyone to be toxic or selfish in any way shape or form so if we if we really love someone we really do what is best for them we don't become their doormat but the reason we're not their doormat is not so we don't get stepped on I mean, they may throw us out of the whole house for loving them. I mean, sometimes you love people and they want nothing to do with it. You're judgmental, you're self-righteous, you're all kinds of stuff because you're pointing out truth in their life that they know is not right, but they've embraced it and they don't want to hear it. And you know that before you, normally you know that before you confront it, you know this is going to get me slacked. You know, I'm going I'm to get slapped around. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to be... I'm, they're not going to feel love for me, you know, or have the feeling I want them to have about me for me. If I confront them with this, it's, it's going to make it worse. I'm, and they may throw me out completely. I may, I may lose this relationship. But if you really love this person, you do it for their, for their sake. So you're not, I was trying to say, you know, you, love is no one's doormat, but the reason it's not the doormat, and if you can get this, I think this is... Uh, a truth that can help you see, you know, the reason that fear is no one's doormat is because it's not going to let anyone step on it. It's like, wait a minute, hang on, time out. Are you about to step on me? I mean, that's how I live most of my life. I see it coming from a mile away, right? You're about to step on me. You think you think you might be a, might be about to think about stepping on me, and here I come to let you know. You better find somebody else to step on, Jack. Because I'm not, I don't roll like that, right? That's what that's how fear handles it up front. Where where love is no one's doormat, even more so than fear is no one's doormat. But 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 the reason love is no one's doormat is so that you aren't stepping on people. It's and so instead of I want to tell you why you're not stepping on me, I'm asking you why would you step on me or any? Why do you think that's okay? And but I know when I come to ask you that. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to have to deal with conflict, and I'm going to have to stir it up. But that's what love does, and it doesn't do it for itself. It's not so I don't get stepped on. So I actually, I actually do lay my life down. I will get stepped on. You're going to get stepped on if you're fear-led as well, by the way. I don't care how much you try to guard your mat. You're going to get stepped on. But I will get stepped on from time to time. But when I get stepped on, it's an opportunity for me to reveal to someone that I love them. And instead of attacking them for stepping on me, I'm asking them why they did it, and I'm helping. I'm trying to help them see that them stepping on people isn't best for them. You know, I think like one of the greatest opportunities that we have after we've been stepped on, abused, taken advantage of, whatever it was, and now we finally had to take a stand against someone. So I've had to deal with this a few times in my life, and, and fairly recently once, where I had to take a hard stand against someone who was. I would say doormatting, right? And and just say, you know, that's not okay. I, I can't pretend it's okay because I love you. And why do you think it's okay to do this, you know? And re- like almost never in my life do I actually have to have that kind of conversation. Normally it gets, you know, just worked out and just all the subtle stuff. But um, But then, you know, you got someone who's just stuck on, you don't know how I feel. You don't know, you don't know what it's like to be me, all of these things. I'm like, well, you're right. But none of that changes the fact 
that what you're doing isn't best for you. Like, I don't care what your justification is, what you're doing isn't best for you. So then you part ways. Normally they don't want anything to do with you, whatever it is. And now you're a couple of months down the road and it's just awkward. And I just hate it. You know, I don't like that. I, 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 but this person is sure that I think I'm better than them. They think I'm, they think I think I'm, I'm, I'm judgmental, I'm uh, self-righteous, all these things, and that I probably despise them. That's their, I know that's what's going on. And what I'm usually wishing would happen now, before it was different. <laughs> I'm, and this is Kenny B, I mean, uh, after Jesus, right? <clears throat> is, is, that, is that I would get an opportunity to show them, uh, not to enable them, okay? Because if they come back about the same thing, and there's enabling is going to be required, I have to stand my ground for them, not for me. But if something else can happen where they need help and I can show up and help them and not say a word about everything else because they already know where I stand. And you may say, well, you're being the doormat. Well, no, I'm not. Like, like they need help. I'm here for you because I love you. Where fear in my, before in my life... Whenever, once I, when I put my foot down on people st- stepping on me and no more, my position was, I hope they get in trouble and need help so I can drive by and wave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just want to know, like, I see it. I tried to tell you a hundred times, you know, and all that stuff. So, so the, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm rambling off in a, uh, in a hundred directions trying to, because I've been trying to think about how am I going to communicate this, but but the, back to, you know, when does love walk away? And I think it's as a last resort. Um, and as a last resort, that does not mean when I can't take it anymore. Okay, fear, if I'm a fear-led selfish person and you're selfish and you're continually abusing me in some way, shape, form, or fashion, being selfish repeatedly, fear will... St- for myself, I will stay until I can't take it anymore because I don't want to lose you, because I think I can help you, because um, uh, for a lot of different reasons. But it, and I reach this point where I can't take it anymore, and then I leave for me. And, and I, I would say that love would leave long before that, long before fear can no longer take it for itself. And, and as a last resort, I just mean that that we have we repeatedly take a stand for their sake. So we don't, we don't let them keep on doing these things. We don't say something once and then ignore it for the next six months while they're still wrecking their own lives, abusing people around us and everything else. So love forces us. Even Nobody wants to do this. It's like the worst. No one wants to go to someone they love and care about and say, you got to do something different. I can't help you keep doing this. I can't because I love you. Not not for me, not for anybody, because I love you. I can't pretend this is okay. Like no one ever wants to do that. But as a last result, but you know, when you've done that and it's making absolutely no difference and the abuse is continuing and your presence is now a, a voluntary mission to go with this person on this mission to destroy their own life and you're willing to join them on that mission, don't say that you're still loving them. That's what I'm trying to say. Well said. Right? So it's tough stuff, but um, 
But love is not the last to walk away if someone refuses to change. It's one of the first, and not because it wants to, but because it's not going to join you. And just just to clarify, I, I know we have, through many listeners, you have many different filters, and we're not able to be there to answer answer every question. When you say walk away, you're not advocating divorce, right? No. I think divorce, you know, everybody thinks, hey, you know what? We ain't got along for a while now, and we can't take it anymore. We're living together. We can't get anything right. I'm, You know, we just go file for a divorce. Well, why not separate? You know, I mean, if me and you get at it for a while or something, you know, it's okay to just get away from each other for a little while and try to, and try to, work see if anything else can happen you know is there anything else that that can come of this in the end you know if someone at all costs look let me go back to the separate if they will not change especially if they're physically abusing someone that is so far beyond anything love would ever tolerate if if you're staying in a relationship where someone's actually physically abusing you or just berating you. I'm talking about just, you know, uncontrolled, whatever that is. And you're staying in that relationship, like the stop sign to when you should have stopped, that you should have taken a hard stand against that was 10 miles back up. You missed the exit. Okay. Because you're, this person is totally out of control. They're, they're destroying their own lives and you're helping them do it. And they're destroying you at the same time. So you're way past all of that. But if, so, so you gotta, you know, you gotta be willing to take the stand. And if they aren't willing to get busy changing, then you, I think you have to separate, you know, you can't, don't tell me you're loving someone whenever you're helping them abuse you. So that answer your question. I don't. Yeah. I just know, uh, speaking to a large audience, you gotta be <laughs> Words can be misinterpreted, mm-hmm. and I, I just wanted to make sure that we would clarify that. We could clarify that. As, yeah, and, and your question was, hey, you're not saying, hey, go get divorced. So, yeah, yes. no, that, I'm absolutely yeah, yeah. not saying that. You know, I'm not. That when we mm-hmm. say get away, we're, that, that's not it. Yeah. Or, and I'm, not, I'm also not saying you're done with this relationship forever. You know, but, but there has to be... There has to be, you can't help someone keep doing these things. Now, hopefully, hopefully if you love this person and you step away, walk away, whatever you want to call it, you get away from them. I mean, hopefully with time, they come to themselves and they go, wow, you know, and they know why you left, by the way. And, and, and this is the great, the great thing about love. If you walk away because you can't stand them anymore and you, and on your way out, it's, hey, you know what? No one ever treats me this way. You'll never treat me this way again. It's me, 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 me. So I'm walking away for me. When you walk away, you leave them in their mess, and they really, there's nothing in you that is convicting them because you're really the same thing they are. You're just as selfish as they are. But whenever you can come to someone and say, you know what? I love you, and I've tried everything I know to try, and I don't know what else to do, and my staying this us staying on this path together right now like this is not best for you, me, or anyone else. And you and 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 I'm here if you need me, but I'm not here for any of this. None of it. Like none of it. I'm not here for this. I'm not gonna help you do this. When you step away like that, 
then you, this person you've stepped away from, they have no choice but to wrestle with the fact they know, they know that's right. They know they're loved. And then with time, sometimes I've seen this many times, man. People say that people don't change. Yes, they do. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, sometimes people don't change. But but some people in that circumstance, work, love goes to work on them. God is love. You know what I mean? God goes to work on them. And they sit down and they and they do some self-evaluating that they were never willing to do before. And then then they actually come to the end of themselves. And then, you know, the question I get all the time is, how do you know if someone's there? Well, if you're not sure, they may not be. Because when someone really comes to the end of themselves and they truly repent and they come out like a totally different person, man. Like they don't like anything. No one likes less the person they used to be than they do. They're a completely different person. But but some people know how to act that way. So, you know, if, you, if you're wondering, hey, you know what, should I, should I try again? Is it time to try again or whatever? If, they, if you're totally convinced, then you don't just run back into the, <laughs> into the middle of the ring. You know, you get in the highest top row seat in the back corner and you watch for a little while. Be nice, be kind, you know, and then you decide if you ought to move down the road or if you ought to hit the exit. You know, but, but you give time a chance to, um, to reveal what's really going on. But these people that change become some of the most loving people you'll, you've ever met. They really do. Well, I think you make it very clear in Chapter 14 in your book, The Right Fight, when you say, if someone is physically harming you or anyone in your family, get out, get away. That relationship must be ended immediately. But then you put, until it is apparent the relationship is safe to assume. And then you put, if ever. So I, th- I think it's clear, uh, I, and I'm, I'm confident you're going to be getting a lot of DMs from this episode because it is a hot topic. And those that are in this situation, it is, um, it's a fight. Yeah, it is, and, it, and it's hard stuff. But please um, just sit down and ask yourself. I know when, when you start getting abused, it's so hard to get outside of yourself because all you can think about is your abuse, you know. But you, you, you need to stop and ask yourself, you know, do you really love this person? And if you do, is what they're doing really best for them? And if it's not, and I'm just telling you, it's never best for them to abuse anyone, any way, shape, form, fashion, period. Um then don't help them do it. Whatever that means. You know what I mean? Whatever that means. You 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 have to no longer help them do that as hard as it may be and as much as it may cost you. And in the end, that's how love becomes its own boundary. That's why you don't need all those boundaries because love, love is its own boundary. It, love gets you out of there long before you would have got yourself out of there with your own boundaries. And the, and the truth be known, maybe I shouldn't end this like this, but boundaries are lines we draw to stay in abusive relationships. So I, I don't want to lose you, but I'm tired of getting beat, so you're no longer allowed to hit me anymore. Or you're no longer allowed to do this or do that or whatever it is, but I don't want to risk losing the relationship, but where if I love you, 
there's nothing selfish that I'm ever going to pretend is okay for you to do. And if you get stuck on any of those, we got to work on it. And if we're unwilling to work on it and it's getting worse and worse and worse, the boundary of love forces me to say, you know, I'm not doing it for you. Because I love you, I can't. Does that make sense? It does. All right. Well, this closes out uh, a hot topic, a hot a hot session for sure. This closes us out. Until next time, trust God's word no matter what. Keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.